Imagine starting a blog in your spare time, and within four years, it becomes one of Forbes' 35 most influential career sites. Can you say, break up with your nine to five job or what? Well, that's exactly what my guest did, and she's here to tell us all about that journey and what it takes to actually walk away from the nine to five. So stay with me. Hey there, you're listening to the Living a Limitless Life podcast. I'm Sharon Hughes, and on this show, we talk about mastering your mindset, growing your faith, and becoming the leader you want to be with tips, strategies, and interviews to help you create a life you love. I'm really glad you're here. So come on, let's go. Joining me on the show today is Anna Runyon. She is the founder and CEO of one of Forbes' 35 most influential career sites, Classy Career Girl. Thank you for joining me, Anna. You're welcome. I'm so excited to be here today. I am so thrilled because, as you know, so many women are struggling in their nine to five. Yes. Yes. I was once struggling in my nine to five too, so I totally understand. I, and I love what you did. Your, your site is gorgeous. So I'm just going to say right now for all the listeners, you need to go visit Classy Career Girl. I personally have used her resources. I have bought her resume templates. They're beautiful. And she has so much to offer, including I'm just getting this all out of the way for you guys, like right up front, but we'll circle back to it. She has a free digital 90-day planner, which I did download because you know what? A girl's got to be organized. Oh, yes. You got to have a plan. (laughs) (laughs) That's for sure. So Anna, share with us your story of your frustration and how you created Classy Career Girl. Yeah, so it all started. um, I started just blogging. I never thought it was going to be a business or anything like that. I was just sharing my story and sharing what I've learned and trying to help other women who were kind of stuck in their careers. I was stuck too. And so I was just, I went to the library. I checked out all the books on job searching. Um, I started doing interviews just like this. I interviewed other career experts and other authors. And all of a sudden I started realizing I've become more of an expert because I just dove in. I kind of, I'd say like I gave myself my own training program, my own course, my own MBA program. Um, and so just started sharing what I was learning and then other people started reading. Um, and it was about a year into that when I realized, Hmm, maybe I should turn this into a business. And I started to get more confidence that I could do this. I'm an introvert. I was, um, I was going to business school at the time, but I had all my other classmates were starting businesses and I didn't think I had what it took to start a business. So I think it was just a journey of realizing like, okay, maybe I do have what it takes. Like if they can do it, I can do it. There's no reason I can't do it. And so it took a while to build up that confidence and, um, and, and make the leap into saying, this is going to be my business, not just a hobby blog, but this is going to be my business. Um, someday I am going to quit my day job. That was a hard one to start thinking too and starting to see that vision of like what my life could be like in my wildest dreams. And because I was just so stuck and you talked about that. I was just so stuck in the, the day-to-day work, the stress, the overwhelm, working really, really long hours. Oh my goodness, working for bad bosses and bad clients. And like, um, it was stressful, but I had this like, for a while there, I thought I was going to be 
um, CEO of the company. Like I just had like this, I had a lot of ambition of like, I'm going to rise the corporate ladder until I realized that corporate ladder was just not for me. And I was just, I was just stuck in like, I was getting promotions, but I wasn't happy. So from the outside, it looked like I was doing well, like I was getting all these raises and, you know, people thought I was doing great, but inside I would just come home and I would cry and I would hate Sundays would just be terrible because I would have to go back to work on Monday. Mm. And it was just, it was really, really draining and hard. Wow. I know so many of my listeners that really resonate with that. The Sunday night jitters of I'm going back to work. And you know, when you think of it, we're spending 40 plus hours in an environment that we're dreading and how difficult that is on your, your mental health and your physical health as that stress manifests. So what, what are a couple of questions that if you and I were, were sitting down having a chat and I was telling you that I was in that situation, what are a couple of questions that you would ask me to help you know, draw that out so that our listeners can hear that and, and answer those questions for themselves? Yeah, I love this question because it's kind of what I, what I had to do to figure out what I should, what my path should be too. And I had to ask myself, like, what are the things in my job right now that I do like? And what are those things that I don't like? And so I started to see, I was in finance, I was doing, um, I worked for a consulting company, doing consulting for the military. And so the, the stuff that I was doing was a lot of finance. And I realized I didn't like the finance part of my job, but I really liked teaching about finance. Mm. So if you can start to see like during your days, like what are the points in your day that you get really excited and you enjoy what you're doing Mm -hmm. and then start and like write this down. And what are those things that you don't like doing? And even if you've just, you know, been volunteering or if it's in school, like just getting very clear on the things you enjoy doing and the things that you do not enjoy doing. Mm -hmm. And then you start to, to volunteer, start to like um, explore those things. So for me, I started volunteering to do more teaching and training. Um, I started to be, I was, became an adjunct professor at my company and did a course on how to navigate your career. Well, that was like mm-hmm. the best thing ever for me because I was like, I want to do this all day long and I didn't get paid for it. I had to do it in the evening. It was like, it was so hard to juggle that course on top, teaching that course on top of my day job, but that was like the most fun of my day. So that's when I realized, okay, I need to be getting paid. <laughs> like this needs to be my full-time thing. Finance needs to go away. I'm like done mm-hmm. with Excel spreadsheets. Like that's not my thing. And so figuring out like, even though we're good at things, like I was good at finance, I could do it, but it just, I call it like my, your favorite skills. You have skills, mm-hmm. but then you have favorite mm-hmm. skills. And so my favorite skills are teaching about those mm-hmm. things and, and mentoring others and leading others. And then that just kind of naturally progressed as I started to explore more, you know, leadership opportunities in my company and, and started to explore more, like I was starting to do more interviewing of other people in my company and, and explore the HR of my company as well and, and do job shadows in my company. So I just started asking for a lot of opportunities Mm -hmm. towards that, um, thing that I knew that I really wanted to learn more about. Wow. Okay. I love that advice. And I'm thinking of places that I've worked that didn't, didn't really allow for that growth. So, so let's say we have a 30-year-old young woman that is excited about a career and she's hungry for opportunity, but she's working somewhere that maybe they won't let her teach or shadow. You know, what advice would you say is it like just, you know, get out 
<laughs> is it get out? How do you make that shift and, and that transition so that you can be happy during the day? Yeah. I mean, first what you said, like explore all the opportunities within your current role, explore all the, I mean, I asked my boss if, and uh, he told me I could do a job shadow day with HR. Like it was like, I wasn't even expecting it. Um, so exploring all the opportunities, interviewing and doing that informational interviews and networking all within your company, first of all, mm-hmm. but then there's so many opportunities that you can do in your evenings and on the weekend weekends and even in the morning too. And so you really have to take advantage of that. Like you can do volunteer, you can do internships, like even on top of your day job. Um, I had a day job and I was going to business school and I also had, uh, like an internship that I was doing too. So it's like you, you may, you can make those things happen, especially with social media now. And with, you know, there's a lot of opportunity just, just to create things on, on your own. Um, Mm -hmm. for example, like just starting a blog on what you're passionate about and sharing videos of your expertise, like you can show employers what you're skilled at, what you're experienced at. You can create your own experience, Um, and then, and then put it out there and start building up your expertise. My blog became the top thing on my resume. It was the thing I was creating. Like no one could create those bullet points for me, but I started seeing like, okay, I want to go into HR and training. So I used my blog to do HR and training to get me that experience that I didn't have at my day job. I love that because I had thought, and I, and now I think that this is completely not true. I had thought that if you had like the proverbial side hustle, that most employers poo pooed that as like, well, then you're not, um, really committed to your career instead of looking at it as an asset of how you're building your, your brand of you and bringing those assets to their company. I love oh, I think that. It's very, yeah, I think it's very different now. Like the, <clears throat> I mean, my boss found out um, that I had a side hustle going on too. And I was so scared that she, when she was going to find out, but she didn't care and she thought it was cool. And, and it does, it adds to my experience at the company. It adds to my skills um, and it adds to who, who, we, who I was. So I think you're right on that. Oh, I love that. Okay. One of the things that you said was career fulfillment is possible. You can create your future. So everything that you're saying is like, you've got to be proactive, be proactive. Would it be, um, would it align with your viewpoint that even if you're stuck in a nine to five that you absolutely dread and you can't, maybe you can't leave for whatever reason, you're just not finding another door opening use that to finance your passion. Oh yeah. I mean, I, I, I believe that we all have an ideal career that we were born to do. We all have a purpose. Mm-hmm. I think you, you agree with that too. Like there's a reason we're alive. There's a purpose that we have. And so I weave that into my ideal career as well. I feel like we're, we all have a reason. Um, so if you're stuck in your day job, if you if it's not what you're you're, you're not loving it. It's just not, it's not your ideal career. It's not where you're meant to be. And some people stay that way. Like I easily could have stayed in that job where I was stuck at and I needed the paycheck and, um, I could have stayed there. I could have still been there. I ran into my coworker the other day who's still at the same job and, um, you know, that, that could have been me. And so I think it does take a leap. It does take a commitment. It does take 
not easy to make that jump and say, I am going to one, find my ideal career. And then number two, I'm actually going to make it happen too. But I, it is possible. We, we believe all things are possible. And so I, I, there, there's a way to do that. Um, and you can do it. So first of all, it's believing that you can do it, believing that there is an ideal career out there for you, for mm-hmm. every single one of us. Yours is different than mine. Mine is different than yours. So we can't, copy other people's necessarily, but we have to stop and do that self-assessment to really figure out what is that best ideal career fit for me. And that really involves, you know, figuring out your strengths and and those favorite skills and your interests and and your why and your purpose. And it's not easy to do that self-assessment, but that's, that's really where you start. I can't remember what your question was. I don't know if I answered (laughs) it, but you can ask me again. (laughs) Well, it's kind of funny because when you said everything that you just said, I was like, oh, I'm ready to jump onto that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I thought you'd be, that's why. (laughs) But yeah. So the original question was about just using where you're currently at to finance that dream, which you, yeah, you are going right after it. I love number one is believe because, um, believe is like my favorite word. I have signs that say believe I have mugs that say believe I'm writing a book. One of my chapters is on believing and I I just, the word's so powerful. So let's just continue into that mindset shift that you started and you were talking about believing, but also about self-assessment. And you said how it can be hard to self-assess. I think it is so hard to self-assess. It's hard for us to get out of our monkey mind where we're we're emotional because, um, well, maybe emotional isn't the best word. Maybe overwhelmed. You're feeling overwhelmed in your nine to five. Maybe it's the commute. Maybe you have a boss that's horrible. Maybe you're stuck in a cube and you're an extrovert. Like all those things. Mm -hmm. And you can get stuck in that like monkey mind of how am I going to get out of it? How do I self-assess when I'm spiraling? I'm crying in my car on my lunch break. <laughs> Been there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think for me, it's uh, it's giving yourself the time and space to make it happen. And for me, it was before work. So I... Uh, we've all been there where we feel like we don't have enough time in the day. And I know for me, I was just jumping out of bed and I was going straight into work and I was just unhappy and grumpy. Mm -hmm. And so I started giving myself that morning time. Mm -hmm. And so if you can give yourself just 15 minutes, you know, before to work on, I always say like work on your own goals before you go work on your company's goals. And so like giving yourself that time in the morning, just to go through some of the like the questions that I was saying before of like, what are the things I enjoy doing? What are the things I don't enjoy doing? And spending those 15 minutes more, if you can, obviously, um, but spending those 15 minutes, just doing more of those things that you enjoy on your own time and exploring that. It could be reading a book about that topic. It could be reading a blog about that topic. It could be writing a blog about that topic. And I know for me, I started realizing I really enjoyed um, answering questions and helping people And so for me, I got like, I would get excited in the morning if I could just answer someone's question. And I felt like I I had made my effort of the day. I had done my passion for the day. And so if you can find that time every single day, just to do a little bit, because then you're, it builds and the momentum builds. And then you start believing more too, um, that you can make this happen. And then you can start reading about other people who are making that dream happen and other people Mm -hmm. who you know, are doing similar things. And, um, I I know Tony Robbins says success leaves clues. And so if there is somewhere that you want to be like, 
you can figure out how they did it. You, you know, you can read their books, you can read the, listen to their interviews. Um, you can even like send them a direct message sometimes on Instagram. You never know what will happen. Like we just have so much more connection to people these days and so many more opportunities for like informational interviews. Like you just reached out to me, I think on Instagram or something. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and so you just, you don't know if you don't ask. And so just reaching out to people and getting to know them and asking them, how did you get there? You know, how can I get there? And that's, it's just a process. It doesn't happen Mm -hmm. overnight. It's just that imperfect action of, of slowly working every single day. Nothing happens overnight. I think a lot of people get upset because they're not overnight successes and they think everyone else is, you know? And I, mm-hmm. I know for me, my blog started in, in 2010. Mm-hmm. And so it's not, it's not overnight. There's a lot of hard work that goes into it. But to think that you started your blog in 2010 and now you're on a Forbes list, you know, and this is now 2019. I don't know when you hit that list, but that's, fast. Like to me, looking back, I feel like you had so much momentum, like yes. getting there. What year did you hit that list? 2014. You hit the list from starting a blog in 2010 to hitting that list in four years. Yeah. Congratulations. That is Thank huge. You. This is it was huge. Testimony. I remember at the time, at the time I was like, oh my goodness. Like it was, it was a huge accomplishment. Ah, I just got the chills. So for the women that are listening to this, they're stuck in the cubicle. <laughs> but four <laughs> years is a long time though. Like that's, it's a long time. It is, but it's not. It's like <laughs> my youngest child is a junior in high school. We were talking, or yeah, junior in high school. We were talking about next year's is his senior year. I'm like, look how fast it went. Yeah. I mean, that's huge. Huge. I bet you never dreamed that you could hit that list when you started your blog. Oh no, it was just a hobby. It was just a hobby blog. It was just a side thing that I did on a whim. I love that. Oh my gosh. Okay. So you have some really, really amazing resources on your website. One of them I want to talk about because we're talking about hating our jobs. (laughs) (laughs) The corporate rescue plan. Yes. Yeah. Tell me about that. Yeah. So the corporate rescue plan is for women who want to ditch their day jobs and transition into businesses that they love. So um, of course, it's great to start a business and make a lot of money, and um, but we're really focused more on one identifying what the ideal career or ideal business is for you, mm-hmm. and then helping you make an impact and make a difference with that business too. Mm-hmm. So it kind of separates. It's probably a lot of your listeners here. I mean, not everyone wants to um, make an impact with their career. Not everyone wants to um, figure out their ideal business, but that's kind of, that, that's what makes us unique is that's where our focus is as well. Cause we, with your career, you can make so much of a difference and you can have such an impact, um, when you are doing that ideal career. And so you'll have more success. You'll be able to help more people. And so that's, that's kind of like the big picture of, um, of all of our membership sites, but most importantly, corporate rescue plan, figuring out your ideal business. I love that. And then your other plan is love your career formula. Mm-hmm. Ooh, tell us about that. So love your career formula is a lot of what we talked about today of really diving deep into the self-assessment um, because a lot of people jump into the resumes and the job searching and then the, all the job search sites and don't hear back and then you get frustrated and stuck. And so we start, before we even get to resumes, we start 
by really figuring out what your ideal career is. Mm -hmm. Um, because it's so much easier to update a resume when you're actually excited about, about what career that's going to be. And it's so much easier to do an interview and to get your message across. And I mean, if you are interviewing for the right job, Mm. so there's just that huge beginning section that I'm passionate about of figuring out what that ideal career is. And then love your career formula walks you through, um, figuring out what the, how to find that job, you know, the job search, the resumes that you were talking about, the resume templates, mm-hmm. LinkedIn, all that stuff. And then we lead into the leadership phase as well, which is once you get that job, you know, actually having the, a great first 90 days. And then there's a whole other section of like figuring out once you're in that job, you want to um, succeed in that job, but mm-hmm. then also stay happy as well. And so there's a lot of things that go into that as well to stay in that mindset of continuing growth in as a leader. Wow, I love it. What valuable resources. Oh my goodness. I'm so excited about, about this content. Um, yeah, just because I work with so many women that they have ideas, but they're just not sure. And they, they're just stuck. They're just stuck and they, just, they don't know how to move forward. So we've covered belief. We've covered assessment. You touched on giving yourself time and space to figure that out. You've got those great resources, but there's another thing that I really, really love that you talked about, and it was about doing things imperfectly and taking action. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So important because I, and I speak from experience right now, I'm doing a webinar tomorrow night and I'm, I've been preparing for it all this morning. And it's like, I keep telling myself, okay, this is my, this is the first one back since I had a baby back in, um, nine months ago, my first live webinar back. I'm like, okay, it's just the first one. It's not going to be perfect, but I'm getting back out there. Right. Like I'm taking action. I'm like getting back to normal Anna (laughs) after baby Anna. And so it's the same thing. I mean, no matter what stage of business or your career it is, you have to like set the date, put it out there, say you're going to do something and it's not going to be perfect. But Mm -hmm. if tomorrow goes terrible and the webinar sucks, well, I can do it again next week, (laughs) you know? And so just getting comfortable with that feeling of like, oh gosh, I wish it was better. Like these slides Mm -hmm. are going to be bad, but I can always improve them next week. Like I've literally been telling myself this all morning (laughs) long as I've been preparing the slides. So it's, it's the same thing, no matter where you're at. I mean, it's those, the 15 minutes every day. I mean, it doesn't take a long time, but you're just moving forward and taking some sort of action. Mm -hmm. Um, and it will, it will get you long-term where you want to go. Oh, I love that. And you know, I think it's so, so empowering when you give yourself permission to break up with perfectionism. And I think that affects women more than it does men. We, we seem to buy into this thing of being perfect, like picture perfect all the time. Would you agree? Yes, definitely. Yeah, yeah it's definitely hard. Um, it's a hard thing to, to get past and to feel like you have to have it all perfect, like your website. I mean, <laughs> if you could have seen 2010 Classy Career Girl, it was bad, <laughs> you know, but I got it up and I got it out there. And like you were talking about the Forbes list, like it, I have had to make multiple changes to the website and I'm now going through another rebrand and, and it's the same thing. I mean, it's all that stuff comes up of like, you want it to be perfect, but you can only do so much when you're starting as well. And when you're making that change. Mm-hmm. And so you have to start there and get something out. Um, like my 
first blog posts were terrible as well. Like the writing and I mean, it's, but I've learned a lot and I, I just learn as I go. Mm -hmm. I love that. I know I'm really big on giving yourself permission to exactly what you just said. Learn as you go, learn as you grow, because you're not the same person that you were a year ago or five years ago. And you're always going to evolve. And I say, if you stop and you become stagnant, then there's something wrong. Like you need, you need to go back and do that assessment of like, what's going on? Because I've had no growth, whether it's career growth or, or personal growth in the last year or two years, then like find a coach, find somebody and just say, Hey, this is where I'm, and I'm stuck. And quite often we don't see it because we can get so in our, um, our daily habits and our, our patterns and stop, stop being creative, stop looking for opportunities. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. Okay. So you mentioned you have a webinar coming up. What else is coming up new for you? Wow. Well, this is, um, this is kind of a, a growth year for us. Um, so it's exciting. <laughs> um, put it, I mean, after this past year, cause I had my daughter, my second daughter, um, I'm coming. I, I think it's just, it's, it's a good it's a good discussion topic too, of like, we go through these changes in our lives too. And even though, you know, your career is one thing at times you have these times where it's, it kind of levels off a little bit, right? Like this last year for me, wasn't a huge growth year. It was like, let's take care of myself and my family and survive. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And Mm then, and then feeling like then when you're ready coming back and it's just like a very, it's an awesome time because you learn so much about yourself too. When you do take those shorter breaks and you do give yourself time to be yourself and to do your priorities at the time. And so that's how my career has always kind of been. It's kind of been like, okay, this is going to be kind of a slower time. I'm going to like stay inside a little bit more, do less interviews. Like I was just telling you, this is one of my first interviews I've done in a long, long time. And then I have these times where I'm like, okay, I, my message is really, really clear. I've changed a lot in this last year. I've changed my message a lot in this last year. And like I said, my webinar tomorrow is going to be completely different. Um, and rebranding like things, but things have, have clicked in my head because I let myself kind of step back a little bit too. Mm-hmm. Um, so on the word of belief, it's kind of believing like that next level, right? It's like believing, where, where I'm going in the future and, and the next vision for myself too. Um, I know that's kind of like a little higher topic than what we've been talking about, but I think it's important. It's not just like one career change. Like I'm still changing my career right now. Like there's, this doesn't stop of like evaluating, am I happy? Do I still need to do something different? My motto, my mission is career fulfillment for all women. So I feel like I really have to model that as well, especially mm-hmm. as a working mom. And so, um, so just giving myself that time and space to evaluate, like, okay, this was a really stressful day. Like I was not a nice mom yesterday. Like, what can I do better? Like, how can I make this different? And so I'm constantly asking myself, like, do I need to change my business model? Do I need to change, you know, do I need to delegate something differently? And so I think it's just a never ending cycle of evaluating that career fulfillment for yourself. I love that because you just painted such a beautiful picture of the truly human side of growing and the season of growth versus getting through. Because I've worked with ladies that they'll say, well, you know, for six months, I haven't this, this, or this. And, and it's like, well, what was going on in your life? And you peel back the layers yeah. 
like, oh, well, we had a baby or, you know, maybe somebody was ill and they were a caretaker and they still have this mindset that they're not accomplishing all their goals. And then they spin into kind of like a self-shaming and getting stuck yeah. and then believing, okay, so now it's never going to happen. And it's like, oh no, no, that was just a season in your life. Yes. And, and what did you learn in that season? You, you yes. are still, still probably growing. You just haven't stopped and self-assessed, like you said, to realize what you learned. Exactly. And then they go, oh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, I can't tell you how many, I've read a lot of books and I've just kind of mm-hmm. like, it's like you just kind of get in, the, um, in you more and like figure out yeah. you more so that you can figure out when you're ready like I was telling you in May, I was going to say yes to interviews. And I think yours was one of the first ones I said, <laughs> you know, it came out because it's like, okay, I'm ready now. I'm ready to like, you know, start spreading um, my message again and, and get out in a whole new way. I love that. Oh my goodness. Anna, it's been such a pleasure to have you on the show. You are so accomplished and, you know, obviously the audience, audience can't see us, but you and I can see each other. You are absolutely gorgeous, and I can't believe that you have, you know, little ones. Like you look like that after having a baby. I never looked like that after having a baby. <laughs> Thank you. So it's um, classycareergirl.com. Tons of resources. Oh, you also, and I forgot to mention this. You have a gorgeous um, physical planner as well as your digital planner. Yes, we do. We this morning. It's gorgeous. Yeah. Yes, we do. We have a physical planner too for 90 days. So wasn't there something else where there was a package where it was a different, like a quarterly planner Yeah, one that comes every, every quarter. Every quarter. Oh, tell us about that. Yeah. So it's designed, like you can either buy one, um, but a lot of our members and students, they know they love it because you can get it for free on our website. Um, so go get the free one and see, see if you like it. Mm-hmm. Most of our members are like, okay, I love it. Give me, give me it every 90 days. So either can either buy one physical one or we have it designed so you can buy it annually. And then, um, our team will just ship it to you every quarter. So you don't have to worry about purchasing it again. And then you'll always have one ready for the next quarter plan. Yeah. You know what I like about having the physical one? Um, first of all, besides that, it's like gorgeously laid out because I, I did just look at it this morning. I like that you can put it in your tote, you can take it with you so you can stay on task, but there's such a connection between physically writing out your, your strategies, your goals, and your focus on paper. paper. I'm just starting to really read that, how that um, my, like brain connection works. I don't know a whole lot about it, but I'm just starting to dive into that. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. The times that I've written it down and now the, the physical planner has a daily section, the digital oh. one doesn't. So now that I have the, the daily one, I'm writing down every single day in the same, I used to have like a notebook here and a notebook there and like it was all over. And now everything is just in that one little planner and it's good. It's I'm, I'm like on fire. <laughs> You are. Well, congratulations. So many wonderful things going on in your life with the addition of another daughter and with you even getting ready to rebrand and come to the next level. Because what that means is that you are bringing amazing content to us to help us get unstuck from our careers or launch something brand new. So Anna, thank you so much for your time. Thanks for having me. This was fun. You are a busy mama and a busy entrepreneur. (laughs) Thank you.
So once again, classycareergirl.com. Everything will be linked below in the show notes. Make sure that you follow Anna on Instagram. I'll have that linked for you as well. All the links to her social media and how you can grab the free version of her planner. Well, hey friends, thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate you so much. I'd love to hear from you. I'd really like to know how you're enjoying the show because I really love bringing this content to you. And in case you're wondering, my book is getting ready to come out. It is at the publisher and I am waiting to do some proof work on it, which is really exciting. My book launch party is October 24th and it's going to be at Paris in a Cup Tea Room. That is my favorite place to hold events. And if you'd like more information, just pop on my website, SharonHughes.net for more information. And until next time, I wish you every good thing.